It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to a Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and I'm delighted tonight to be joined all the way from New Zealand. We're international, we're continental. It's Ian Conroy and I'll tell you something, Ian. This was shaping up to be a completely different post-match. We've got to enjoy the win. We said that at half-time, you've got to enjoy the win. That was brutal. That was a brutal night of football for Celtic. But what I'm going to say, and... For football fans tuning into this, and there's going to be lots because, you know, there's a lot to be said. It can be a turning point. It can be a turning point, a game like tonight, where we have virtually thrown it away. We've been really poor um, and we've scored two penalties because we couldn't score from open play. But we get the win. We get the win and there's a sense of relief. Um, am I just trying to be Mr Positive tonight, Ian? It can happen. And, and we need a turning point. We need a moment in the season where everything just comes together and we get galvanised. Tonight can do that. It can. We can, if we take the positives, I'm an optimist as well. You know, I really am. And it's like, uh, but it's been hard work, you know, hard work watching, especially the last two games, you know, and comm- I commend Aberdeen, the way they played and approached the game. I thought they, they, they deserved something at the game last week. And I commend Hibs today as well. I think they deserve something at the game. It's really unfortunate, unfair on them, really, um, that we... But you know, we 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 got the two penalties and scored them. You know, we we showed some class and flashes in the game, but it was just for the majority of the game, we just weren't good enough. We weren't at the races, you know. And Hibs wanted it more, you know. If they if they had a little bit more quality, they would have they would have punished us. We would have been three or four down. Um, either missed a fair, at least three chances. I thought in open play, three yeah. decent chances. Yeah. Um, as well, just before he got he, he got the penalty, you know, um, he went that wee mazy run. And he just he just he should have just released it 
or, or got a shot away, just uh, you know. And obviously as well, when he um, when he had that chance, and then it, it felt like Kyogo, and he had his pocket pick before he could pull the trigger. Um, just not at it, you know. Just not not at it, but. You know, it could be the turning point. You know, we could, we could look back on the season DVD, and it's like we'll be talking about. Oh, that was the that was the turning point. You know, for the season and we went on that run. Hopefully, it is, but I don't I don't think so. And it's like I said in the group chat just before. I've been a supporter of Brendan. I'm losing faith in the man. I'm losing faith in his team selections. Um, Abada looks like he's already checked out. Um, whether that's due to the manager, whether it's due to the political. Situation that that, that that had gone on and the disturbance there. There's too many, there's too many things coming together that's creating that lack of harmony and 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 and, and, and lack of unity. And Brendan keeps saying it. You know, it's, it's it's not a very good club to be at. You know, if 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 we if we lack unity. Brendan, we love Celtic. You know, but you've got to unite. You've got to unite all of you've got to tie us all together. You've got you've got to manage upwards as well as managing managing down and managing all of our fans' expectations as well. That's your job. That's why you get paid the big bucks. Um so it's time for you to step up, Brendan. You know, and it's like I, I like you, I think you're a great orator. I think you you know you've been around the block, you 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 know the score and we're I did think we're lucky to have you, but I tell you what, mate, you've got to you've got to pull your socks up and get this team firing and get get us get us all united. You know, no, and ignore, right. ignore the noise at the board, boardroom level of that, if that's happening. Tie it all together and let's win this league. You know, I still think we can win the league. Well, we've got to. That's non-negotiable. You know, Celtic fans, when we spy that there's an issue, and often I think that we can sniff it out earlier than than, than the club. Um, we get called entitled. Uh, all, all of these different things. Um, we've been called demanders. Um, panty wetters, all these kind of things, Ian. But the, the point remains, this club at the moment is dysfunctional, absolutely dysfunctional on and off the park. Um, and people who are outside the bubble, I guess, look at Celtic fans that what are you talking about? You won the treble last season. You've won this, you've won this. Absolutely, I celebrate it. You know, I was talking about it last week. Since Martin O'Neill left this football club, he left us in such a good state, even though we never won the league in his last season. We have won 14 out of 18 leagues in the 14 seasons, in the 18 seasons rather, since uh, Martin O'Neill left. We've won five trebles, five doubles, a quadruple treble, nine in a row. We've been in the group stages of the Champions League on five occasions. And on a further three occasions, we have progressed out of the groups and got to the last 16. I know how successful Celtic have been in. But when it comes down to the league title, that's non-negotiable at the beginning of every single season. You can never go into a campaign thinking, you know, I'm going to keep that money there just in case we don't win the league. I mean, there's being cautious, but that is just absolutely setting yourself up for a fall. Because if you're going to keep that dough in the, in the bank and you go into a game like tonight, must win. Every game, the next 13 games, must win games. You've got to have a left back. I mean, we're signed 11 players. I mean, you get, and prior to Taylor's injury, we spoke on a Celtic state of mind. We said, if Joe Hart gets injured, we've had it. Because Scott Bain and Benjamin Segrist are not... If Greg Taylor gets injured, we've had it because Alexandro Bernabe is never going to be a footballer. And if Kyoka gets injured, that was another big concern. We're knackered because we do not have the backup in O as a way to the Asian Cup. So these things were staring you in the face here. And it's not like, you know, with hindsight, we're saying all this. We've been talking about it all season. Uh, Brennan Rogers, there's, there's loads of comments coming through in the comment section. We're 1,700 plus live on the postmatch. So you get the win. 
and again, non-negotiable. You've got to get the win, right? Doesn't mean to say it masks all the deficiencies of tonight's performance, which was poor. Thought Hibbs did really well. There was a moment in the game, I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, right, we're in a title challenge to the point where Ian, I'm only interested in Celtic. I don't watch English football, don't watch German football. I'm only interested in Celtic. And the only time I pay really close attention to uh, Rangers is when we're in an absolute battle, which we're in right now. Because you want to know every kick of the ball and how it's going to go your way. And last night, there was a wee bit of a test of character last night. Miofsky scores the equalising goal and Rangers came through that test. And tonight, we went ahead. We then, like last night, we then lost our lead. And I was looking at this team and I'm thinking, have we got the character and the mentality, which you and I spoke about at half time, to pull this back and pull this out the fire? Because if we don't, seriously, and it's only February and people say it's knee jerk, you're overreacting. The way the season's going, you don't win that tonight. You can wave goodbye because it's all about momentum, Ian. And we'd have been absolutely punch drunk after a, a draw tonight on the back of Petrotri. Um, going into the next game, obviously, Rangers with a, a game in hand against... The only reason I can't say they're the worst team in the league is because Livingston are even worse. But Ross County, managerless, at Ibrox next week. You know, they're going to be looking at goal difference at that point. We had to pull it back tonight, and we did. So you've got to give some credit to the, the players that were able to do that. I saw an ashen-faced Brendan Rodgers at the end of that game. He knows he's been taken off. He let off the hook there. He goes up and speaks to Kugel, but he's not convincing me. The body language is all wrong. I am a body language expert all of a sudden, Ian. You know, as we were during the pandemic, he goes up to Kugel and it's not the, the embrace. It's not the embrace that you see a manager and a player that you're both in it, in it together. There's a unity. I never saw any of that. I see a man who's looking at this team thinking, they're not buying into this. And he's not confident with them either. Um, Ida, fair play to you, son. You've not had a penalty taker all season. He stepped up, and you know the nerves. You imagine the nerves after that. There was a there was a camera angle in over the shoulder. Either you think to yourself, if he's not got as bad eyesight as me, he's going to see the faces of the Celtic fans behind that goal. And honestly, they were always worried as you and I. You know, some people can't watch these moments. They wait to hear the cheer or or the opposite, which was unthinkable. And he had the metal, test the character. He stepped up today. He stepped up tonight. Unfortunately, Kuhn, who got us the goal at the weekend, absolutely empty jersey tonight. So you're getting one positive and then you're taking it away with, with a negative. Uh, and we're going to talk about the performance all night. I've got to say a real test of the metal. I'm going to hang my coat on saying this is a turning point, Ian. And seeing 13 games time at the end of the season, we can look back on this and say, Paul, you're a mug. Or absolutely, that was inspired. Um, because you know what? There's a lot of people in the comment section not buying it. Joe Fulham, you were in at halftime. What are you saying now? Uh, Rangers dug out a win last night. Is it a corner turned? I think it is a corner turned. I'm going to say it is. And I hope my positivity sees us through. Susan Finlay, good to hear from you again. That was so bad that I went and hung my washing up. He went and hung her washing up rather than watching that Jekyll and Hyde performance. Listen, I bet you that credit's got to go to Hibs. I thought they came out in the second half uh, and a wee bit like Aberdeen, to be fair. Uh, albeit we weren't a goal down, but you know they, they stepped up, Ian. And I'll tell you something: if they were a wee bit more clinical ourselves, we could have been two or three one down by the time we got that penalty kick in the second half. Yeah, yeah, and equally it could have been the other way as well. We could have been three or three or four up as well. You know, if we take our chances. 
Um, it wasn't a bad game, really, um, for, for the neutral, I'm sure. Um, but we're shaky, man. And it's like, you know, I'm still not convinced. Joe Hart coming for things, he doesn't instill confidence. He made some he made some good saves in the game, though, you know. Um, that effort from Boyle, I think he got a touch to it. So, but obviously, when, you, when you're the keeper, it's a lonely old place, you know, and um, it's um, when you have a, a shaky defence in front of you or a, not, a non-settled defence, it's, it just doesn't make for good for a good foundation, you know, to try and go out, go, go out and win games, games of football. You know, we need that settled side. And it's always like, you know, you're, you're spying your team. Our spine's been affected all season, you know, um, partly with Koyoga's loss of form or, or has not played any strengths, but Carter Vickers, um, you know, not, not being in the centre of defence, you know, and and, and um, Joe Hart having some shaky shaky moments. It's really, it's not giving us, it's not allowed us that momentum that we had last season under Ange. Um, so hopefully, hopefully, as a turning point, um, I've got my doubts. I think I think we've had the, these conversations too many times. You know, the two losses we had back to back, the the draws we've had, the wins have just scraped. When we thought we're back at that Motherwell game and we scraped that that two one win, we were all elated and thinking, yes, this is this is the character we want to see. But actually, it it belied what was to come. We didn't just keep getting away with it, you know. I think we got we got away with one in that Motherwell game. There's been a few like that. Um, we've not got a rhythm, and I think you're right that the players haven't bought into Brendan. He hasn't got that authority. He doesn't, you know, he's not conveying that publicly the way Ange did, you know. And again, I'm the number one member of the Ange fan club. But the way Ange was the grown up, he was the boss, and and everyone knew it, and it was his way or the highway. Um, and boy, did it work. Brendan just seems like he's. He's, he's apathetic at times, you know, and, and maybe he's going down to, to England and it's softened them up again because you don't, you know, especially at Leicester, you're not expected to win every game, you know, and, and you know, six points out of nine's a, a marvellous result, you know, when you get your massive pay, paycheck and so do the players. It's different up here. He, he's, he's managed here before and unfortunately he's not come back in and started in the first, his first season, Brendan, and second season, Brendan, He's picked up where he left off, which was insipid, side to side, boring to watch, turgid football, Brendan. Um, and you know you're you're the you're the leader of the orchestra, Brendan. You you need to get a tune out of this these players, you know. Um, and that's your job, you know. You, you said you're a good, you're a great coach. Sound like I'm talking to Brendan here, you know. But like you know, he said he's, he's, he's his 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 best skills really a coaching players and making them better. You know, he said that about Ida. I think he will make Ida a better player. But you've, you've got to do it with the other players as well. And if it's something to do with their attitude, you need to sort that out as well. Get them, get them to, or, or or bring them up, bring them, you know, pull them up by the by the, by the straps. Absolutely, you're right. He is the ringleader, Ian. And you know, I think that obviously to to be a, a top top player, and I'd like to think Celtic are a top team. I mean, people will laugh at that if they think you know, um, ill of the Scottish game or the look at Celtic's record in Europe uh, in recent years. And I've spoken about that, obviously, since Martin O'Neill left. And I think that, you know, if you want to be at this level, you want to play for Celtic, there really is a ruthlessness in terms of your approach to every single game. And I I looked at, uh, we go to one, I'm going to make this point, somebody's saying I shouldn't be giving Bernabe so much stick. If you're not playing and you're not playing to the standard the Celtic Football Club, I'm going to give you a stick. And I've done it, you know, my, my whole life. And I think that just because we broadcast it now, 
people think that, you know, you shouldn't do it. You know, it's been done for years on Celtic supporters' buses, travelled through, through from Fife, gone home after a disappointing game. And Celtic, damn moment, nine years of watching Dross, because that's what it was, um, you know, in the late 80s and early 90s. Now, it's a completely different frustration you've got because we have got really highly valued footballers who, you know, when it comes down to the simple things like you've got to be disciplined when you've got a 2-1 lead, Ian, you've got to be disciplined to see that through. And there's two moments, and I'm going to pull up Palmer. He's the first one. I've been calling him indisciplined all season. I think there is a talented player in there, right? And I think that before tonight's game, he had been involved in scoring or creating a goal every 94 minutes in a Celtic jersey. Brilliant. That, that's a great start. Brilliant. But there's an indiscipline in his game in that he gives away a, a needless free kick to Hibs. Yeah. And I mean, they're 20 yards out, albeit they're on the right-hand side. It's a brilliant opportunity for them to get the ball in the box. Anything can happen against Celtic getting the ball in the box. He gives the ball away and he just smiles. He's smiling, yeah. right? And I'm looking at that and I'm thinking... This is infuriating. I mean, there are literally millions of Celtic fans watching the game all over the world. You've got the ones lucky enough to get a ticket and who are in the stadium. And you're putting our, you're putting this, this result on the line because of your indiscipline, right? Not only that, Ian, we managed to defend it. I think it was skills. We managed to defend it. And the ball breaks to Palma again. And all he needs to do is John Smith it right up that park, get the ball away because there's nothing to aim at. And he gives it right back to Hibs. And it's wee things like that that, you know, you need a bit of savvy and a bit of ruthlessness to get the result over the line. And if I'm trying to, like, give him a, an out an out card or, or whatever, even though it's six months into his Celtic career, I'm going to say that he's maybe not initiated to that way, thinking that mentality just yet should be. A bad done it as well. It gives away possession needlessly. I'm talking two or three minutes later, Ian. You're deep into injury time. It's 95 minutes on the clock. And Abada, I don't know, even know where he was trying to boot the ball, but he gives Hibs possession again. And there's a nastiness, a ruthlessness that you need to be to be a winner and to play for a team like Celtic. And there's too many players in that team who don't have it. They don't have it. And it's starting to affect the ones who do. I mean, the midfield tonight were poor. And that really is their driving force. I mean, Callum McGregor, Paolo Bernardo stepped in for Hatati and Matt O'Reilly, our best player this season. As a unit, the midfield was poor tonight. They were bossed. And if you're losing that midfield battle against Aberdeen or against Hibs, you're, you're, you're going to struggle. Simple as that. At one moment, I realised that our defence was made up of Ralston, Burnaby, Welsh and Scales. On paper, Ian, having brought in 11 players this season, that's abysmal. It's abysmal that, that that's the personnel that we have to call upon. And then Welsh gets injured. And we need to bring in Narosky, who's basically been told, I don't fancy you tonight, you know, on the start of 11. So there's lots of um, issues within the squad. But I'm, I'm talking about hopefully being able to pull as much positive as we can. And many people, 2,000 live on the, the post-match tonight, many people are disagreeing with that. David Boyle, this is on the board. Miles ahead and started the negativity by going to war with the fans. You know what, David, I think you're right. We get stick for, listen, give me stick all night long. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter. You're entitled to that. But the negativity didn't start with me. I want Celtic to win every game, Ian. I want Celtic to win every trophy that we're participating in. And I would love to see it with a bit of verve and a bit of style, but the negativity, negativity doesn't 
breed from Axon or platforms like this. David's right. It's it's come from the fact that we have not strengthened properly in the summer. We've probably banked all our chips on Rangers being rotten under Michael Beale. They've acted swiftly and it has given them a bounce and it's given them momentum and it's given them confidence. You can think what you like about them. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, they're, they're breathing right in our, our necks. I'll tell you something, at one each when we get that penalty in, I'm hoping and praying that we score. Um, someone else in the in the comments is saying that it was a it was a soft penalty. Not for me. It was an absolute stonewaller for me. Kyogo's taken out and it's clearly in the box. So I, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, Ian. I don't think we got out of jail with a penalty. Uh, it was it was a clear penalty for me. Then you think as well the, the, the job across the, the the city that Clermont's done. You know, he's it's by, if you read read the reports in the media, um, he's he's got uh, he's got their safest pair of hands in the in the penalty area an England cap. So congratulations to Conor Goldson. Um, but no, it's joking aside. Um, oh man, it's like I, I just I can't I can't. It's a capitulation, you know. It's. A, you know, perfect storms can happen both ways, you know, and, and it's like our perfect storms going the opposite way. We, a treble winning team, that, that, you know, obviously it was a blow when we lost Ange, but it's clear it's clear it wasn't Brendan signings in the summer. So he, they, they, brought, they, they it's like the trawler. I said that analogy before about the fishing trawler, you know. We've got a trawler net that we go out and we bring all these bodies in, but we're not, we, had, we didn't take care of the ecosystem that we had, the finely balanced ecosystem, successful winning ecosystem that was going on. Now, we couldn't, we couldn't help the loss of, um, of Jota, talismanic, you know. But not only was he a, a talismanic player, and he was also good for morale. He seems like a really, really good guy. You know, his, his, his farewell message, you know, just a, a well-brought-up, good, good guy. Everything right? about him. Everything about him, yeah. He was, a, he was born to play for Celtic, you know, and I... I, I I it's think about energy, good. isn't it? The energy that you lost, as well as the performance. Yeah, when yeah. So we, we we lost that, and we've not replaced them with the like the right quality, but also the right the right ingredients in the dressing room. So it's 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 too much, too quick. Um, Brendan just does not seem as engaged as it, as he used to be, you know. Um, and he's gonna he's I mean if his if his reputation was tarnished before, if he doesn't win the league this season, if he's He's a busted flush, isn't he? He's going to go and join Jota. He's, I mean, listen, that's what we're talking about here. No one in England, at the level that, that Rogers wants to manage it, no one in England will take him because he's won nothing here in yeah. Scotland. And, and we're already... I, I know that people are very respectful as Celtic as a football club, the size of the club. Everybody's got it on their bucket list, etc. almost like a tourist attraction. But in terms of Scottish football, 
they don't rate Scottish football worth a jot. Mm. They think it's tin pot, right? And if you come up here and fail, they're not going to welcome you back down south. You're not going to go back to a top five, top six league yeah. and manage at any kind of level. So unless you, unless you do all right in Europe, you know, I think yeah. that's, that, that's the caveat, you know, and it's like that's the platform that you would think it'd be going all guns blazing for. But even before, you remember I, I said this in one of the earlier podcasts and we all, we all talked about it. It was like Brendan was getting his excuses in first, saying, well, our level is to, to get into a knockout two games in the knockout stage is the, is the, is the sum expectation level. Whereas under Ange, he was saying, well, why not? I think we can win it. You know, and it's like, it might sound fanciful, but the way we played, and I think if, if Ange had stayed, um, you know, and we'd added some, 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 some more quality as we, were, as we were going along, I think we could have gone more than further than the knockout round. You know, I'm not saying we could have won it, but, you know, Rangers, Rangers nearly won the Europa League. You know, so I think you know he was he was downplaying it all, and he seems to be downplaying it all the time. And that's 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 a disease of the English Premier League, sort of downplaying stuff. You know, and it's like you're just happy just to stay in the league and the amount of money. I read the other day, I can't remember the player that the, the, the highest uh, highest under highest paid under twenty one players at Brighton, and he's on one hundred and sixty grand a week. I mean, geez, man, you that's know it's preposterous. Where's your motivation? Well, you know, I, I said earlier today on the 12th, I'm going to go through it again about our absolutely abysmal, I'm going to say it, it's an abysmal record in the transfer market over a, a number of years. And people can, you know, bring up the list of Wanyama and Foster and Van Dyke and, and players that were brought in, turned a profit on Jota being probably the, the latest one. But I'll tell you something, when you've frittered the money away on, on um, inferior, uh, for me, a lot of the guys were, were absolute imposters um, should never have been in a Celtic jersey and, and I've listed them and there's there's dozens and dozens of them and they've come in for millions and millions 56 million quid never never played 50 games for Celtic most of them are average 20 odd games some of them never kicked the ball um, and I don't know why you're bringing Adamant into this Rob but you're, if you're going to mention Adamant you're going to end up on the screen because Adamant was the first record Kings of the Wild Frontier first record ever owned so maybe you're listening to Adam in the Ants tonight and if you are, let me know what you're listening to. Um, the DJ of choice, the middle has no control. This is what we're talking about, your midfield battle. That's a huge change from last year, absolutely. Um, we, we've got to orchestrate the game, the tempo of the game. We've got to, um, for me, control the game from the midfield, and we're not doing it. Uh, and a team like Hibs, who have underperformed this season, as had Aberdeen, um, are overrunning our midfield. And I'll tell you something, when we come up against Rangers at Ibrox, um, that's a concern for me. Actually, St Mirren in the Cup away is going to be a concern for me on this form. Um, second prize, FC. Hopefully it's not second prize this season. Uh, hopefully a turning point similar to Ralston v Ross County. I guess if you think back, if you cast your mind back to that that point and you're up at Dingwall and it's one each and you're deep into injury time, maybe that's, this is the vibe I'm coming from and you get that and there's a, a galvanisation after winning a game when the chips are down, if you like, and you've maybe not been that great, but you win the game. And and then, you know, within that, I think there's a galvanisation, Ian, when you win your first trophy as a, as a team. You know, there's guys in this team here who have never won a trophy for Zelda. It's not going to happen with the League Cup. But yeah, small victories, I think, is what I'm trying to say here. Um, and, you know, when Brendan Rodgers is in the press conference saying that he knows what he signed up for uh, and a draw is, is a crisis, it's nothing to do with that. Listen, if we were playing well, Ian, if we had a settled team, if we knew what the game plan was, if we had an identity, a style. We've none of that. We've absolutely none of that. And, and one of the biggest issues, you brought it up, 
this is like, you know, will the real Brendan Rodgers please stand up? That's how I'm feeling right now because he, he's almost a, a a diet version of the Brendan Rodgers that, you know, no matter what the situation was, you would believe him. He would tell you to do something in, in a game and you would believe him. And you would believe that we could get through that game because he had it all sussed out. He had the dossier on how to win that game. And I'm telling you, at the end of the game, watch it back, he looked like a man almost defeated. And that was us scoring the second goal and ultimately winning the game. Um, so, yeah, keep them coming. We're about 2018-88. We are actually 1888 live um, on the on the live stream tonight. Philip McCabe, this is not a turning point, says Philip. Fair enough. Fair enough. I threw it out there. Disagree. That's what it's all about. AGSC Tech, agree, Page D. Rogers looked like he had had a whitey. Uh, well, it's been a long time since I had one of them. Well, better lucky than good. That was awful. Totally awful. The Celtic fans tuning in tonight are not happy, and, and you can understand that. Um, I'd like it to be a turning point, but can't see it, David. Maybe I'm just trying to convince myself that it is. Uh, and we've also got uh, Coubertin, 67. Uh, where were Cal McElroy Bernardo missing in action? Same as Saturday. There's concerns about the midfield. You can often hang your jacket on that. Brendan's first win at Easter Road. Robert Arburka was bringing in a wee bit more positivity. I want to talk about Ida. I want to talk about the big fella. When he came in, Ian, I think there was a, a sense of disappointment in the business we had done throughout the month of January. The fact that it was like a, a last-minute signing, as you like, if you like, you know, on deadline day. It certainly was nothing personal towards the player. And he's come in against Aberdeen. And I think that he, he breathed a wee bit of life into our performance. That This is what it does. It's about energy, bringing in new players into the group. And then he's gone out there tonight, nerves of steel, loved it, scored the two penalties. Vital, absolutely vital. I'm not going to be negative. I know he, there was a few chances. There was that moment. He, he wasn't sure if he should shoot or pass, so he didn't do any of it and he lost possession. But in terms of the big man coming in, he's made an impact. On the flip side, I don't think Kuhn was great tonight. He wasn't. Um, Kuhn, yeah, empty jersey. Um, whether he's trying to get, get up to speed. Um, but conversely, Ida, you know, he's, 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 he needs to get time to get up to speed as well and hopefully his finishing can improve. But he was getting in positions. Um, you know, Bernardo played him in beautifully and he, he just needed to dink it over the keeper. So that composure wasn't there, but he looked like any great striker. I'm not saying that he's a great striker, but the great strikers, you always hear them sit, say, you know, the best strikers don't get upset when they lose and they miss a chance. They just keep going. They've got that confidence and they've got broad shoulders. But you get some some strikers, they're, they're still shaking their head half an hour afterwards when they miss a miss a chance. You know, and um, so I thought I thought the two the two two new signings, yeah, Kuhn was. Yeah, blinking, you miss him. Um, Ida, Ida was really good, and I was just just thinking before about we were talking about our, our transfer strategy and that that great research you did and you put it on the group chat. It's like Celtic's recruitment. It's like we're the classic mug punter. Well, you know, and I'm not a gambler really. I, you know, back back home I'd put like a football coupon on which I like. You know, and you'd win some money or whatever. But you know, it's, you know, a five is you can afford to lose or whatever. But the mug punter is like you know you they might have a big win. But the bookie knows it's coming straight back. And that's what we've done. So we might have had a few decent sales. But we've through this spread betting again, we've 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 we've, we've gambled that money back out again. So yeah. in reality, it's 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 stupid. It's it's a, it's being a mug punter. It's a business. And again, the thing for me, Ian, is 
they've always got an answer for you. So when we, we criticise recruitment, the, the answer we get is, well, do you know about recruitment? You know, there's a defensive kind of nature to it where we know best. Uh, and there's a narcissism to that, isn't there, where you don't accept the feedback because you're right. And what would you know? And what would the fans know? Um, and I think it's it's a dangerous game to play because the figures I was looking at was was taking us back to 2010. And I looked at everybody would actually paid money for, be that through a permanent transfer or a loan deal with a tra- with a loan fee attached. And every player that, that failed to play 50 games for the club. So it, it takes in the obvious ones like your Marvin Compers, like a million quid for, for 60 minutes against Morton or whatever he played. Um, down to a Yeti who, who played about 40 odd games but was a complete waste of £5 million. You know, Shane Duffy cost us £2 million as a loan fee. Abysmal business. Charlie Musonda, £2 million as a loan fee. And then there's a lot of kind of loan guys that, that we've definitely paid a fee for, but it's hard to find what the fee is. Diego Laxalt being one of them, John Joe Kenny uh, being another. Um, you don't know how much we've actually paid for these guys. So basically we're squandered, you know, in the region of £60 million on guys that have not played up to 50 games. And as I say, there's an average point of about 26 games. And, and it's all the guy. It's Bangura and it, and it's, you know, Bio and Klamala and Schwedes and all these players. Skepovic, an absolute waste of money. And it's not the guys that are spending it. It's not their money. It's, it's the money that's been invested by supporters who buy the season tickets and buy the books and, and buy the merchandise. And, you know, I just think that, yeah, we've done well. We could do so, so much better. And eventually what happens is you come to the end of the cycle where the, the talent just isn't, you know, paying out anymore, Ian. And because you've not brought in enough quality, you're then having having to to, to field a defence of Ralston, Burnaby, Welsh and Scales. And that's where we are. That's where we are right now. So they can come and say, what do you know about recruitment? I know nothing about recruitment, but what I know is if you've played... Um, if you've if you've paid twenty two million pounds for eleven players, and that's your defence, I don't think you know much about recruitment either. You uh, and Boy Martin, here we go. First album I bought was Adam and the Ants. We're going to leave it on Prince Charming, right? You can give us a hand gestures if you wish. Nineteen eighty one on my tenth birthday for four ninety nine. Listen, I'll tell you something. And you've also given us the same price that you paid for Prince Charming. Brilliant front cover. You and Boy Martin, thank you for ending the show on something of a high. Uh, 2,000 strong tonight and as I said before I hate cutting you guys off because you want to talk about Celtic so thanks for getting involved if you're not watching it live is this a turning point is my question let us know in the comments section thanks everybody for getting involved Uh, give us a big thumbs up on the video subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already we'll be back at 12.30 tomorrow and a delayed Wonder Round Paradise will be on the channel at 6 o'clock tomorrow night thanks everybody for getting involved and thank you to Ian Conroy for joining me on a Celtic state of mind. Podcast Network.